Hi, and welcome to Free Money in the Market, a podcast where we talk about all things business and economics related. Quick disclaimer before we get started, we do just want to say that everything that we talk about is our own view and that we do not recommend that you take any form of recommendation from us. And with that being said, I hope you enjoy the episode. Right now, because the stock market just opened, just closed. And the turmoil on Wall Street. We've got this 1,200-point rally. Welcome to this episode of Free Money in the Market. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, we had a pretty interesting week um, with a couple new news points that we'd like to touch on. And yeah, I think we'll just jump right into it. Um, so what do you guys think about this past week in the market? I wasn't expecting yeah. what happened, but I wasn't expecting the rally, obviously. Um, but I did do some buying. Uh so we'll see. I, I don't really know what to think. So I'm just going to consistently keep buying, I guess, and uh, hold long term. Yeah, I think I think we go a little. I mean, we're going to go lower again, but mm. we'll be choppy for a while. I, I didn't expect two huge green weeks in a row like we just had. But that was we really. I'm weird. Not gonna, yeah, I'm not going to complain. But the fact is, see a lot of these stocks that are already 70, 80 percent off their lows, and it's just insane how, yeah. how quickly they move. Yeah, I mean, everything just kind of happened so fucking fast. I don't think that we'll retest the lows, but I think that there is there is a bit of room, obviously, to go down a bit more. But as far as going down to where we, how low we were, I don't think so. I think that if the S&P 500 tests uh, 3,000 and it doesn't break out over 3,000 and falls down below again, then I think we're going to go down a bit. But other than that, I, I don't see us going down. S&P goes back to 3,000. I'm selling all my shit. <laughs> Last week, yeah. I'd be That's crazy. To... That's crazy. I know. That makes no right. sense. It doesn't at all. I, I think we're more likely to go below 2,500 than to go back to 3,000. But if it, if it, I mean, maybe, maybe I won't sell everything. Maybe I'll just put a bunch of puts on or something like that. Like I'll buy spy puts or something. Um, because there's no way that that makes any sense, but I could see it happening. People, the market's not always rational. Yeah, and I mean, we can talk about why it doesn't make sense. Um, one reason being Thursday we had uh, our job, initial jobless claims report, um, which included 5.2 million more Americans out of work, bringing the total up uh, over 20 million, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> um, that's I think we talked one time one time on the podcast of like 30% being out of work. I think that puts it at like 20%, I want to say. Uh, we should I don't think it's that'd be that be I don't know if it's 20, but I think 30%. I think 30% was 48 million, so I guess 15%. It's like Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like 12 right. 13% cuz I think the workforce yeah. is what like 200, still 200 million people yeah. or, or more. Um, that is it is crazy and it's just going to keep on coming I think that's going to slow obviously I think this is probably the last time we're over like 5 million in a week but because really? yeah. yeah. it can't you can't keep it that pace yeah a lot of the major damage has already been done but um, it is crazy and that's just more money that the um, states are going to have to dish out I mean Crazy, and I mean, well, how can they dish it out? They can't dish it out anymore. The 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 payment programs are depleted. They they haven't approved more money for it. <laughs> yeah, so, but they so still I don't have to pay. It's yeah. still 
still like in the in the bill that they passed that there has to be like the 600 extra per week so they still have to pay it like rhode island yesterday gina said yesterday uh rhode island got the first half of their money from the feds um so like it took a while to get there they just got there like 625 million and then they're supposed to get the other 625 million like next week for rhode island they only got 1.25 billion out of all the stimulus bill because we're such a tiny state but um i mean they've been paying these uh, these larger unemployment um checks even before they got the funding from the feds right i wasn't talking more so about the unemployment checks i was talking about the small business loans that's been depleted and so so businesses have that haven't gotten access to that money or might not, or, may, or it's going to take more time because more money needs to be approved. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what that's going to do to the stock market. Yeah, they're going to have to do another round of it, no question. I mean, none of those. I mean, none of those small businesses are really public, but it does hurt the overall. Well, it hurts economy, the economy, obviously. right? Yeah. Yeah. Those business owners don't have money in their pockets, and then how are they going to spend it? So. Exactly. exactly. So and any sort of people, delay. Because people don't have. People are inside quarantining and social distancing they can't spend in that businesses for the most part too so it hurts yeah. them there too um so i guess another big thing that that came out of this week was was a couple earnings for more specifically banks uh the larger banks all reported this week which was kind of a shit show um <laughs> but a shit show to be expected um it's pretty interesting to see like how much of a downturn they've really had in in their portfolios. Um, so what do you guys think about that? I mean, I said last week I, I don't like these banks at all. They haven't acted good before the market went was when the market was doing well. They weren't acting good, and I don't see why they would act better now. So uh, not going near the banks. No. Well, the banks, the stocks haven't done anything. If you go back like 15 years, they've barely done anything. Like. Mm-hmm. Since, but like, they're pretty much at the level they were before the 0809 like crash yeah. for the most part. I mean, obviously, there's there's different like standouts in that group that may not be the case, but um, I mean, they're just lucky they have a lot of cash on their balance sheets. Because, I mean, if this was if this same thing happened like like it did 12 years ago, they're lucky they're not the ones that have to get bailed out right now. They're they're doing fine. Um, and they can still. They, apparently, none of none of them really cut their dividends yet. So. The ones that yeah, reported, they should, shocking. should they be cutting their dividends? They're, they're basic. That's just their way of saying, like, hey, we're confident we can keep this going. Yeah. Um, I think that if they do cut their dividends, much like pretty much every other company is doing, um, it's kind of a, like Alex said, it's kind of a sign that we're fucked. Um, but because they haven't yet, they're kind of saying that, all right, yeah. we're, we're going to get out of this, you know? Yeah. So you think it'd be very bearish if they announced that they were temporarily like cutting their dividend or something? Yeah. Definitely. Some people could view that as bullish that they needed to get that out of the way and just and then the market can kind of price that in, but I'm not sure. I guess, but a lot of people depend on that dividend income, so it would yeah. screw people over. Like retail and like individual investors, um, like everyday people, a lot of them in retirement live off dividends, so mm-hmm. that, yeah. would, that would hurt. That would hurt the consumer even more if you look at it that way. Um, that's a good that's a good point very true very true but i think the other big point was the the retail sales for march um which is the biggest drop in history um nine percent doesn't sound that much like crazy but apparently that's the biggest drop in history um year over year you thought it'd be bigger yeah you would think it'd be bigger but that's because the grocery grocery stores were so high like so it kind of it masks the fact that like the traditional like 
a clothing store is just getting absolutely destroyed. Yeah. I don't yeah. think those businesses are ever going to be the same. Like, why would you go inside a store when you can just buy it online? Like, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, yeah, certain businesses are never going to be the same. Yeah. We're definitely going to be we're definitely going to be weeding out the weak here. Like, who can't uh, transition their business to online stuff? Like, yeah. why would you why would you go to like a Macy's or something where you can get the same thing online on Amazon for yeah. cheaper and you don't have to leave your house? Right. Exactly. It I makes mean, no sense. Yeah, so I think I think down the line, the, the stores that don't uh, transition to that online uh, fluently and quickly, I think we're going to be weeding them out, and they're going to be the huge outliers that don't come out of this. Yeah, I mean that was the narrative, like even like back 2016 and 2017 was all about how the rise of e-commerce and everything. But I think an event like this just kind of quickens the pace of how, how soon they're gonna they're gonna all go out of business like it just yeah. kind of adds some like fuel to the flame if, if you know what yeah. i mean i also think people are like getting in the habit of buying online if they hadn't done that before so now you have a whole new group of people maybe the, an older uh segment of the population that is ordering things online for maybe the first time and they realize how convenient it is it's safe it's secure they don't have to leave their house so you have all those people building up new habits that were probably the only people that were actually going into those stores before. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, things like Amazon and Shopify are going to continue to do really well. The easy thing is, I just want to add in, is um, I just Googled this real quick because I knew it was still crazy low. Um, e-commerce still only accounts for about 12% of retail yep. sales in the country. That's crazy. Yep. Like, there's 90, I mean, there's 88% of sales that people go in person to go out and, like, to, like, a physical store with a physical footprint and buy and all that is pretty much on pause right now if you think yeah. about it i'd be i'd be curious to see the breakout of that to see how much of that is is amazon or like yeah. a, a shopify walmart. website yeah. <laughs> walmart yeah like something i'd be curious to see because i guarantee you it's i mean it's definitely majority amazon with yeah, probably walmart coming in second um that's a pretty interesting statistic though yeah. It's insane how much room there is to run. I mean, that's what when I first bought Amazon, that's like what was in the back of my mind. Like, yeah. they haven't even—they're already huge, but they haven't really taken up a huge share of total like U.S. Yeah. retail and sales. And they're—and they're now pushing all-time highs on their stock because yeah, they, yeah, they're pretty much fuck you proof. So I mean, it's, they're just going up. <laughs> I think that's a good strategy for people to invest in, though. Like, if you look at long-term trends, and then you want to—you go, okay, what's some like long-term trends? Like, you know, maybe. Uh, automatic driving or something like that where the robots drive their car and you don't, you know, things Tesla. like that, those long-term trends, um, if you can identify those and then pick the companies that are best positioned to, you know, be in that segment of the economy, then, you know, you can make a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be patient. Yeah. And oh, that's yeah. Like the, that's like the 5G stocks, like Verizon. Yeah. Exactly. Who There's a lot of trends. Will, yeah. Will now, in like a year and a half, hopefully still be on track to be pushing out 5G globally and they're going to pop because of that, obviously. Yep. Yeah. I like Verizon. Yeah, I do too. Um, so on top of that, we have some airlines kind of reporting some interesting uh, <laughs> interesting yeah, statistics. Guidance, that Guidance, yeah. Yeah, interesting guidance, I should say. Um, what do you guys think about that? How how low their usage, I guess? Like how, my, how little... How few people are going to be flying? I think it's interesting to see the next few months because this is when, like, summer months are big for travel. Um, I think that's why American Airlines like put out the the warning for May that they only expect like basically a thirtieth 
of if you look at it that way, a thirtieth of what their plane traffic like passengers were in twenty nineteen because they said in one day they'll fly equal to what they flew in an entire. I mean, in one in one month they'll fly equal to what they flew in a, in one day last year. Wow. So basically <laughs> down insane. what? I mean. <laughs> down over 90 percent probably yeah. thinking for may in terms of uh air traffic which is crazy and i mean that's a major i mean yeah. that's airlines so that's going to be the same for everyone if you think about it's that like way. it's like that too yeah where it just happened and now we're kind of there and it, <laughs> it, it's going to be at its worst in the summer months when they probably do the best uh business too so and same thing with uh, yeah. cruise lines cruise lines are going to be yeah royally fucked if you run off the whole the whole year 2020 I is gone yeah i threw those to the side i feel like they're all gonna like just go under at this point i ignore the cruise lines at this point it's, oh, it's 100%. scary it's scary business to be in right now yeah um, yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't okay. go near them you can't let all your airlines go under you can't because what what like you need travel fly. like that yeah cruises yeah. aren't essential cruises airlines are not aren't essential. essential at all so it's a little bit different yeah you're always going to need work travel you're always going to need to be f- visiting your family across yeah, the country exactly but you're not going to need a fucking luxury five-story cruise that goes from here to the bahamas in yeah, two no. weeks yeah exactly. agreed on that one yeah um so we also have gilead coming out with that new uh potential remdesivir is that yeah. that or yes is that what it's... it was i don't know i saw it I, yeah I read so so what the remdesivir is, is it's basically like a, it's not really a preventative drug from my understanding. Um, it's a treatment. I'm, yeah, I'm completely illiterate on this. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a treatment in the hospital where you actually have to be hooked up to an IV. So what they've seen, though, is with the treatment, within days, within like a week, people are walking out. People that were deathly ill a week ago are walking out of the hospital. And like completely fine, which is nice, which is a huge, yeah. huge step in the right direction, obviously. Um, so we had their stock pop, obviously, uh, because of that news. Yeah. But I've seen I've seen a few some interesting takes on that pop because um, I read that there was a huge insider uh, buy like right before. They leaked the, the information, too. The, yeah. the information that we're all talking about was leaked. It wasn't officially it wasn't put out there. Out it wasn't no. supposed to be, so it's and, a little sus. And prior to that, there was, like, a huge buy um, of, like, $80, $80 calls, and it popped, like, um, I think it – Yeah, I forget what uh, – and under that for the week. Um, and I, you I, said I, that was an insider doing it, like someone at the company? I don't know if it was someone at the company or a big – yeah, I know. Or a big like um, a big investor. I don't know who. I forget exactly. Yeah, I think who you just saw like crazy call volume or something like that. Yeah. Right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like yeah. before the yeah. news came. Some out. some people have software. I actually don't know too much about this, but they say it on uh, Fast Money all the time. They're like, oh yeah, there's a giant order, like a three million dollar options trade. I'm like, how do you know that one person did that? But maybe they can look in some sort of software oh, and see one public, big buyer. Public information. Is it? You yeah. just have to look at the volume of like those contracts. Yeah, because you'll yeah. see it like. If it all happens at one shot, you know that was someone like one person that. Okay, because they say that yeah. stuff all the time, and I'm like, how do you know that one person did that? But I guess that would make. I sense. know they do say that like every day though. I've noticed. Yeah, that. they're like some yeah. guys in here hedging hedging his bets. Like, and I'm like, like what? one million dollar bet. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of, a lot of those, uh, like, a lot of platforms have actual like insider trading information. Insiders being like huge investment 
banks, huge investment firms, whatever it may be, um, that are buying large volumes of the stock or large volumes of options and everything. And they tell you broken out like into what they're buying. So you can um, follow the smart money and not follow the dumb money like us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they know something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think that that will be interesting, though, going forward because, I mean, if there's oh, – we've heard about the chloroquine or whatever. Hydro- yeah, I don't think that's panned out the way that we all thought it was because I think we'd know by now, right? We would know, yeah. especially how, how cheap it is to produce. So I think people would be just kind of cranking those out. And that's like 80 cents a pill or something maybe. And whereas this rem- remdesivir I think is like $1,000 for the treatment. So some yeah. people are pissed off about that too. Yeah, well. Uh, but but it, hey, it is what it is. It costs what it costs, you know? I yeah, don't know. I mean, people are always going to be pissed off about the price of, right. of any treatment and drug, yeah. It just has to go through insurance, and the insurance companies jack it up and all that shit. But um, going forward, though, I think that that's a pretty – as we saw this week, I think that that's a pretty bullish outlook on this whole scenario because I think that our pop – our major, like, green portions of the week came because of those those drugs, the new treatments – um, the jobless claims report, I think we were flat that day, which was kind of expected. We haven't reacted to those reports one time the way I thought we would. N- even the first one, remember? I was yeah. like, oh, this is going to well, be one of the worst days in history. And we well, got a bounce or a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we made some small gains that day or some, something like that yeah. when that first number came out. I think so. I, I said it um, I said it this past Thursday to you guys because the jobless claims report was like 5.2 million, but they expected like 5.8 million. So I'm like, all right, we're going to be green just because of that shit. <laughs> like, right. Oh, it no, made they, no sense. No, it was the opposite, right? They expected less than 5.2. And then you were like, oh, I guess we're going to oh, be green. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I remember that. I think they expected five and there was like a little bit more. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's worse. That means we're going to have no to pay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that the first week it was the jobless cl- claims were worse than the estimate and we were green. And I'm going yeah. – that, that was my yeah. whole case for going down. Yeah. I mean there, there I, think that, I think that the market, at least the first week, kind of expected it. And then going forward the next couple of weeks, it was like, all right. I mean we had like $6 million the first week and now two weeks later – Everything is closed. So we're I don't even think they're trading off have. the number. I don't even think the number matters. No, it no. doesn't at all. Same thing uh, with like earnings numbers. Like it's all out the window. No one cares. Yeah. Like God, no one cares. Just except you have to hurry up and like get back. Like the market just wants everyone to get back to work as soon as possible. That's all they care yeah. about. What kind of made me think though is that the banks this week, when they reported earnings, they were all down like big time. Morgan got hit. Yeah. I think they had some, uh, I mean, Kramer was talking about how that call, especially the JP Morgan one, uh, he didn't like what he heard on that call. So maybe they said some things that, you know, the, the market didn't really like. I'm not, I'm not too sure. I didn't listen to that call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it went from 103 on Monday open, and on Thursday it closed to 87. So that's not a small, like, drop. No. And that's, not a day where, that's not a week where the market was up. So think about it that way. It did True. recover on Friday, but yeah, JP Morgan got hit pretty hard. Every time it's gone down to like 80 a share, it's bounced back up towards like yeah. 100. So maybe yeah. maybe that's a safe spot where you can just flip it. But I mean, long term, I'm not, I'm not excited about those banks with low interest rates. No. I mean, that's a lot of their profit there is, is loans right. and everything. So Yeah. Yeah, no, we're staying away from that. But I do think that we're going to be all working uh, quicker than we think. I think we kind of have no choice. Uh, I think that people are starting to realize now that the economy affects everybody, but not everybody will be directly affected from the virus. 
So it kind of just the, the least amount of people are affected if we go back to work. I mean, so because everybody can benefit from a, from a stronger economy. Yeah. And then, you know, we try to, you know, take care of those people that are, you know, with those conditions that make them higher risk and the elderly. But uh, I think we we don't really have much of a choice. I read that we actually do have like enough testing to send everyone back to work. Being it's got to be close. I mean, yeah. how, we have a number of companies that are that are helping out. I, I don't know how much more we would need. You think they're going to like do you think they're going to implement like uh, or maybe this is what they're waiting for, like to the ability to implement like regular testing of literally the entire population, like just to make yeah. sure like. Yeah. Yeah, before, that's, like, what it, that's what we're waiting before for. Before letting anyone back to work, like you have yeah. to have like no symptoms and like take a test and show it's negative, like pretty much. Yeah. That's probably it. Might be like that. Like, might be a long way off too, though. Yeah, yeah I don't. Like, I I think that the guidelines that they put out, like if they if they stick by those guidelines, I I don't. I think it's gonna take a really long time to go back to work because then you would need. They say like you need to have like a fourteen day period of no increase in cases and stuff like that. Like to me, I think that we could go back if we just had the testing and we just knew who was sick and who wasn't, and then everybody social distances at work, people wear masks, you know, when possible. Um, and then you kind of go by industry, the most essential industries, maybe start going back first, um, and then the non-essential ones like restaurants are going to be last to open. But I think a lot of other like a lot of the more essential stuff can open. See, my point on that is I think that a lot of I think that a lot of the industries that have capabilities to be working from home, teleworking, are going to be. They should stay doing, doing that. that if they don't need forever. to go in. You should stay not forever, doing that. but for a long time. I think a larger a larger percentage of their employees will be um, yes. forever. It makes like, a lot of sense. If they were twenty percent remote, it might be more like thirty or forty going yeah. forward. And that's like a, yeah. a big change we're going to see. I think. Why are you going to rent out an office building when you could just save money on not renting? It makes no sense. Yeah. It's not even that. It's just like the the fact of being around people. There's no reason if you can do if you can work at a hundred percent capacity from home. Why would you go into an office outside of like for a meeting or? Which even you mean you can do you can that all yeah now, like now, so yeah sure. doesn't make sense I mean well I uh, think real estate's gonna gonna get hit a little bit um, when we go back to work especially like business real estate you know any any think, those, like REITs I don't think are gonna do well I think that real estate's gonna get hit more so on the inflation side because with fucking five trillion dollars being printed six trillion dollars being literally just printed. Uh -huh. um, there's gotta be, there's gonna be some form of inflation, and I think that the housing market was like at such a good, it was like all-time highs. It was so good up until this, and now it's like questionable. It was, it well, you don't more, think it was overvalued? I it think the market seller, was. It was more of a seller's market, though, right? Like because it was so high. Yeah, and you don't want to. It was so. yes, it was, yeah. it was the only becoming, the only good thing about being a buyer recently was just low mortgage rates. Right. I mean, Correct. you still have to pay up big time for the houses, which. But people, uh, my point being that like houses were worth, have been worth more than ever. Yeah. Um. So I th I think that with the mass inflation that's gonna occur, um, that's gonna just go to the shits. Like it's gonna go way down, which is kind of scary to think, honestly. You think that? Well, if inflation spikes, I mean. You think that people would are that just, mean that the housing costs or the the prices of houses would go up if there's high people inflation? Are not want to buy houses, so the prices are going to go down. Because because you have to lower your prices like based on supply and demand, like you have to lower correct. your prices because correct. So it would the the prices would be going up.
because of inflation. So I think that since they're going up and people still don't have like like a four hundred thousand dollar house might now be like a six fifty, right? But people don't have that extra two hundred fifty thousand because it's all that six fifty is is just inflation. Right, but wouldn't that the price eventually go down when people can't sell their house? Yes, it would go would. down eventually. I think they're going to go down because... I think they're going to go down big time. People are going to be... It's going to be way less demand. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. There's no demand yeah. and people are not going to be able to make their loan payments. So they're going to have foreclosures eventually. Yeah, I mean, another... Especially if people have a business, which is half the country, a small business, and then their business disappeared because they have like a, a clothing store. I mean, you're yeah. donezo. You're not <laughs> making your payments. No. That's yeah. the thing. I think commercial real estate is going to get hurt even worse than uh, regular. Right, like, that's what I'm saying with REITs. Like, nobody's going to be buying. No a lot of REITs, not all yeah. REITs are commercial. Like, a lot of them are residential, like, yeah. Um, yeah. As, as well. But, like, the ones like uh, Tanger Outlets, the ones that do, like, the outlets <clears> that are in Foxwoods, like, like those big, like, big um, mall re- retailers, like, I think Simon Property Group does a lot of that, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're going to be, they're going to be hurt for a long time from this. I don't know how they're going to... They have all the worst businesses. If it's a mall, it's that's all department stores, and those are the worst ones right now to be yeah. to be yeah. levered to. So yeah. I wouldn't want to be buying Simon Property Group. <laughs> <laughs> tell you that. So reopening the economy, what do you guys think needs to happen? To me, it's just all about testing. You, people are going to go out there and take their and take their risk. I, I mean, no, this isn't like a crazy illness that's going to kill... I mean, it doesn't. It's not going to kill most of us. So I, I think, like I said, the economy affects everybody. This illness won't kill everybody. So I, I, to me, it's very simple. I think, yeah, I think as long as they have the testing capacity, they'll be able to start letting people back in, in tranches. Like it's not going to all happen yeah. at once, obviously. Um, I don't know. What do you think about like people were f- like flaming Dr. Oz this week because <laughs> he was saying that like he was saying that there's no reason to have schools closed because. Um, if we reopen them all, only one to two percent of the kids are gonna die. They're not gonna. That's not one to two percent of the kids are gonna <laughs> die. That. It's way less than I that. Think yeah, he must that, have. I think he said that on TV, and that's like six million kids. He's <laughs> like, ah, fuck this. Who cares? Kids. And everyone on Twitter was flaming him. Like, are you? They sick? were gonna die anyways. Oh my god. I don't think he yeah, meant no, that. Yeah. But. I think he meant. I think he meant like of those that actually get sick, only one to two percent are dying. But I think he completely misspoke. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he I wants to schools now because he thinks the kids are such low risk. What I mean, yeah, what but it's not that? even the it's not even the kids. It's the fact that like you have so many adults in that school. You have you have yeah. professionals that are over sixty five doing part time work. You have teachers that are anywhere from twenty three to again sixty five. Where 65, yeah, 70 are like the, the, you're getting into that range where if you get the disease, you're fucked. Yeah, the 23-year-old is going to be fine, fresh out of college, whatever. But that person who's been there for 20 plus years and is trying to just retire now and meet their uh, pension, whatever, is if they get it, they're fucked. And who knows how many of the the small children, the, the kids that are going to be carrying it and that are asymptomatic, um, they go home, they go play outside, they do whatever, go to practice. Like, who knows how many people they're going to be in contact with that they're going to, that may have it, may not have it, may have just another disease or some illness or some shit. Well, I think yeah. that. Well, are you gotta... arguing keeping it closed, Connor? Of course <laughs> I am. Fuck school. <laughs> 
Maybe the high-risk people can just not go back to work. Like maybe you do a 50 and under that work in schools go back to work. And then, I mean, how many – I mean, you can you can get subs for certain people. I mean, I, I don't think every 60-year-old is essential. Jobs right now. Yeah. Like, I exactly. think some people would be willing to, like, step up and take the – Volunteer, some person to yeah. sit in the cafeteria and make sure the kids aren't being assholes. I mean – I feel like a lot of millennials are almost getting to the point where they're so bored that, they, like, they're willing to do anything to get out of the house. Yeah, seriously. I'm starting to go insane, man. And I'm, I'm someone that likes to be at home. I can't even go to the gym. It's depressing. <laughs> it is. That's that's probably the worst part. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like I'm dying. I feel like I'm 80 years old. And I can't get going. Can't do any physical activity other than walk outside. So <laughs> Walk to the end of your driveway and back. <laughs> yeah, and then you see somebody outside and you like dart across the street so you don't they don't cough on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I catching mean, COVID. I mean, without testing, I think that we need to remain closed and we need to do so for indefinitely. Okay, so if we have testing, you're, you are for opening the economy. In, to an extent, phase. yes. Yeah, yeah, to an extent. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, I think, that's what... I think little little um, tranches at a time, like little groups of pe- like groups of people at a time. Like, all right, everyone, like this age group, like that hasn't felt symptoms recently, you guys go back now. And then like another week passes and they're like, all right, here's this tranche, like... We're actually in one of the worst states too, so we might see. We might go back to work. The problem is, we're surrounded. Providence by, is terrible. We're what surrounded by New York, New Jersey. Yeah, and they New- all fucking came here. Those cocksuckers. Yeah, they're all really bad. They're all like in a bad shape. They're in rough yeah. shape. <laughs> yeah. So. And I think that our governor has been super progressive on everything. Like she's been, I think she just passed, like that you have to wear masks to yeah. go outside. Basically. So. Do we? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Meg went to um, Walmart today, and there's a cop at the door. And if you don't have a mask, he doesn't let you in. Yeah, not yeah. even kidding. Some any, lady, any, like, like, some small lady business. Away, and she was like flipping out at the, like at everyone. She was like so pissed because she drove all the way there and had to leave. Oh, that would suck. Yeah, yeah I didn't get Walmart, that memo. Just buy a fucking mask. Be like, yo, can you just go buy me a mask and then bring it out to me and I'll wear it? <laughs> You're yeah. at Walmart. They probably don't need it. Everyone is like... Yeah, so- no, there's no yeah. way there's masks in stock. <laughs> buy, okay, buy a piece of cloth. Like a mask. Yeah, yeah, buy some give me a shirt and cloth. I can just like yeah. put it on my mouth. <laughs> exactly. That's good enough. Yeah, just tie yeah. a shirt on your face. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like uh, shit like that makes me think that we're going to be going back so like so much earlier because we're so progressive on all of this shit like we shut down early um and the whole mask thing it's been like a month right is it has it been a full month was it like mid-march yeah Yeah. i have no idea when the like stay-at-home order was but like i don't know the social distance like what when do you when do you think the beginning was when like the social distancing went into effect so i've been working from home for exactly a month now yeah Um, I, I let, my about, last yeah. day my last day in the office was March 16th and it's now April 18th so a month and two days yeah it's probably around the same time I went partial like I went partially remote around like the middle of March I think yeah and that was like the start of it so like that I think by the end of that week so like March 20th March 21st was when everything kind of shit the bed um, and I think that was actually the first week of the podcast too that was when everything kind of <laughs> went crazy because we we were like all right we need to talk about this shit (laughs) yeah that's one of the reasons why we started this shit yeah um so yeah a little over a month i mean i i see us in particular potentially going back earlier but i also see us in particular not because our governor's say us you mean our state our state yes um 
But I also see us not because our government governor has been so progressive about everything that she's, she's taking every precaution. Careful. Yeah, she's yeah. Being Careful. She she, I think the next date for them to even look at reopening is like May 13th because I, I work with a small business owner and that's what she told me. She so she said so we're not doing anything until May 13th, like earliest. And it's she she has a sports, she's a small business that has to do with volleyball. So that I mean that's not the sports is and recreation is going to be some of the last things to return. It's just not yeah, of course. Yeah, and not necessary. It's going to be interesting too. I mean, I know is the MLB still back on? I know that they started. Weren't they going to do something weird, like only play the games in, like, Arizona or in something? Florida. Yeah, yeah. They're only, only playing in Yeah. Oh, Arizona? Okay. Um, yeah, it was Arizona. Yeah, and there's no no crowds. Yeah. Either, I don't think. Yeah. Well, why, they should have done – they should have just done that with the NBA, too. Like, keep the games going and, like, literally yeah. no, nobody in the yeah. – Well, I think like it's so depressing. Four with or the five NBA, and, like, some coaches. With the NBA, I think it was a bit different because there was actual players that had the disease. Yeah, that idiot got sick after. Do you see what that guy yeah. did? Yeah. He go bare and like touched all the microphones. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, this thing's stupid, and like two days later, he's so, sick. That, though. Yeah, he didn't realize. He's just some French guy. He didn't realize what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know any better. Yeah, that so I think, I think had, that not, had that not happened, they definitely would have been doing something different. But yeah, like but right, now it should be, yeah. right now, it should be fucking playoff hockey right now. So, like, yeah, we're missing. We missed the best sports season. Yeah, which is the March to like May is just like it's beautiful. You got like playoff hockey. You got basket playoff basketball. You got March Madness. You know, there's just so much stuff that we just missed. Yeah. Oh, so sad. Luckily, luckily we at least caught uh, the Super Bowl. That's good. We had a nice little bang to go out on. Caught that, but since then, obviously, there's been nothing. Yeah, we don't even get the friggin' Olympics anymore. It's like, what the uh, hell? Yeah, you're waiting another yeah, year push- on that. That's going to be interesting, too, to see, because it's 2021 they're doing it. And, yeah. Or 2020. Now it's going to be all, like, screwed up. I don't know so if they're going to... So are they going to go back, like, now are they going to do three years from the that? Odd or are they going to do four years from that? I don't That's going to be fucked. They're probably just keep, they'll probably just keep the next one whenever the... I feel like, yeah. They would just yeah, keep I mean, the they, next I'm pretty, sure they, I'm pretty sure they schedule, like, five Olympics out. Yeah, they do. People that people that are doing it in like 2024 already know that it's going to be there because yeah. they they build entire stadiums and shit for that. Oh yeah, I mean look at like Rio, uh, Summer Olympics in Rio. Yeah, that was insane. four years ago. That whole economy is fucked right now because of it. Wait, what? Yeah, the whole they built like they built like on the water hotels. They built like a whole. Oh, stadium. and well, I don't think it's that bad down there though, is it? Uh, it's I, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty poor down there. It's, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. It brought a lot of like uh, it brought a lot of people in for the Olympics, obviously. But since right. then, it's been like, what do we do? How do we upkeep all of these buildings that we just built and all of the, this whole stadium, like everything that we just built? Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, so I think uh, next week we have some pretty interesting earnings. We have a lot of bi- biotech companies, um, and then a lot of tech companies. Tech. Yeah, and then um, a few airlines, I believe. I think American Airlines is reporting, potentially Delta too. I forget exactly. But I'm um, the calendar right now. I want to see what it is. Oh. I think it's gonna be interesting though, um, especially the biotechs and the techs. Um, so like, Netflix is reporting. I think on Wednesday. Same with Snapchat, which are two that people have been probably using out the fucking ass. Yeah, but everyone's saying that the ad revenue is down in all the social media companies. Yes, yes. 
Um, so engagement's up, ad revenue down. Yeah, like like even uh, well, this one's obvious, but I put in the in the notes, Expedia is gonna spend less than obviously it's a travel company, but less than a billion on ads this year, and they usually spend five billion. Yeah, that's crazy. And yeah. I mean, obviously, like a lot of that money goes to the big like Google, Facebooks of, of it's the world. Mo- yeah, it's mostly yeah. Facebook and Google. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's crazy. We have another bank. I mean, we have Ally Bank uh, Monday, which is I mean, I have an account there, but. It's mo- it's like an all online bank. They have no resale branches, so I'm curious to see if they even are hurt by this. Um, they might what? they might hold up a lot better than like the ones with the physical footprint. Um, with like are they like Chase an bank. investment bank or are they what kind of? No, 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 like a, a normal like retail like bank. Regional. I mean, you you can you can you can open a trading account there, but um, it's mostly like they're known for their high yield uh, savings accounts and CDs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that should be interesting. What else do we got here? AT&T on Wednesday. AT&T Verizon. has not bounced the way that Verizon bounced. And I, and I wonder if yeah. it's because they have a lot of debt. And, and, and that's the only thing I think. Out. Did you see that? Verizon, you bought, Verizon bought a new company last week. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a, to compete with Zoom, right? I think it's, it's, it's called like Blue Jeans. Blue yeah. Jeans. Yep, and it's a video yeah. chat service, kind of like exactly like Zoom. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe um, they... Did they bounce off of that news or no? Maybe I know they, it was a they, cheap. They went up a little. They went up a little bit off the news. It was but like yeah, they've been acting so much better than AT and T. AT and T was at yeah. like forty before this whole thing hit the fan or close to it, and then it's down to thirty. I think it went as low as twenty seven, but now it's hanging around yeah, thirty. It's, so it's, it's definitely it's, uh, right, not bouncing right. with everybody else. I think the, the, yeah, I think the thing is the debt is probably the, the point. Like, um, but can't they can refinance they, their debt with no interest rates? Basically, what because of what the government thing. Yeah, well, because I'm saying interest rates are, are at zero right now, so can they refinance their debt? That doesn't mean they can get zero, though. Oh, I, I don't know how it works. I'm no, based the, on business. Zero is like the the bank lending rate from yeah. like the overnight lending rate for the banks. Like someone. But like, doesn't that influence the other banks? Yeah, like, no, where of they course. From? A company yeah. like AT and T with as much debt as they have, like they don't have the best credit rating either. So like they're not going to get. They'll get a they'll get a decent rate, but it's not going to be that low. Yeah. Okay. It, it'll probably be lower than what they have. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. But, yeah, it won't be zero. Yeah, I got to believe they'd be able to get a lower rate. The only thing is, it's just all about if they have the cash to service the interest payments on their debt. And, like, how long can that last? And that's really all all people look at when they look at those heavy debt-ridden companies. Um, And I think, too, in the case of AT&T, I I don't believe that they're a big contender in the 5G world, whereas Verizon is. I I mean, they have one of the largest networks. Yeah, but I don't. Th- it's, I, a, it's either the largest or the second largest. I mean, but I still, I still don't Verizon. think that they're like being as progressive and as innovative in it as Verizon. Well, is. their network isn't. I mean, I used to work in the telecom industry, so I know that their network is not anything really compared to what Verizon's network is. I mean, yeah. Verizon's just by far the best network. But I mean, yeah. they do have a lo- really large network. It's the second. Yeah, largest, they do. So. Or yeah. it might even be the largest, but the quality is just not they've there. Ca- they've been trying to catch up to Verizon, I think, though, right? Like, they're closing yeah. the gap a little bit, I think. Yeah, in terms, they've of, been like, trying to, in terms yeah. of network strength and, like, right. I mean, across Yeah, the I can tell you, I used to, I had AT&T, and then I switched from AT&T to Verizon. Well, it's shitty down here. Yeah, AT&T is really bad over here. AT&T sucks. Yeah, it depends where you are. Like, yeah. It depends where you are. Like, we had to get Verizon at my parents' house when I lived there because it was the only thing that worked in that neighborhood. Yeah. Literally the only thing. Yeah, it, my my service never worked in like large buildings. It just didn't work. <laughs> if people are looking for a dividend company, I mean, would you recommend AT&T here? I mean, do you think the dividend's safe? 
Yeah, they're not going anywhere. I don't. I don't yeah. Mean, so I it mean, could be a nice like, little buy here, AT and T. Then, like, like you nice said, discount. they're like the their could second be. largest telecom company, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And like Alex said, I don't think that the dividend will be going anywhere. I mean, they definitely have enough cash to service that. Yeah, they got a streaming new streaming thing coming too, right? They're HBO, well, right? They own they own, they own uh, Comcast, and Comcast yeah. has yeah, Peacock. Comcast has that Peacock thing coming out. Yep. Peacock. Yeah. So that could be good. Back in the day, like when you'd watch, uh, it's like NBC or anything like that. You'd see like this, like their little symbol would like be this yeah. thing like, opening up with all the colors. It's supposed to yeah. be like the peacock feather. Yeah. It's like the tail of a peacock. This has always been based off of that. Um, Your mic I'm just actually lagged and you just said I think, cock. I think so. AT&T, <laughs> AT&T, I think might be like just as big as, gonna, in as terms Verizon? of market. Yeah, AT is $225 billion, which is huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's a and, big uh, isn't Verizon like Verizon, $350? Verizon, 240 yeah. Oh, wow. 240. Okay. So they're so like they're the really, same. They're, they're really close. Yeah. So I, I, but, think that, I think that's a good little bar there if someone's looking for some dividend. I think you can, so you can get that. Yeah. What's the yield? Do you know? It's like five, it's dude. Yeah. I can pull it. I can tell you in a second. I have it in my okay. watch list, I think. Okay. Six point five or something. I don't know. It yeah. depends. It's what at thirty one dollars right now. Yeah, it's low right now. I mean, it just. I actually had a low. nice day on Friday. Um, yeah. The yield is six point nine, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. That's a thicky right there. Yeah. You could have got that like below thirty, and you could have been uh, eating good. Eating yeah. good. <laughs> um. All right. I think we'll uh we'll wrap it up there then, boys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Solid place to end. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for this coming week just to see all of the shit show earnings reports. Yeah, <laughs> the airlines especially. Yeah, so I think next week we'll we'll have some some goodies to talk about. But uh, all right, thank you guys for thank you everyone for listening. Uh, episode five of Free Money in the Market. See you guys. See you, yeah. man. Take it easy.